0: gentlemen welcome back to the bsl BSLI pre fright checklist i'm your host trevor williams this is season two episode 10 this is my final hurrah on the podcast tour as we reached episode 10 on the second season I've done many different episodes but you know i have two amazing gentlemen to replace me as i head off to my final sunset on this podcast episode so we have Our president for the next coming up school year, which is now our currently our new president, Aaron, and our, I guess, secretary or communications director, Colin. I'll start with Colin. Colin, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. You know, getting ready for graduation and wrapping up all that other fun stuff that we do here at OSU. And I'll go to Aaron. Aaron, how are you doing, my good sir?
1: Doing all right. Just vibing today, watching some baseball. Talking with the bros, we're good. Oh, I feel you on that.
0: As a, the funny thing is, are we going to type in anchor? And then I start typing Aaron to figure out like what the numbers are out for the podcast and all that stuff. But, you know, gentlemen, you know, some people are curious. What's going to happen to the pre-fight checklist? Like, where are you guys going to take this in the future? I was thinking it's probably going to be
2: a very similar format, if not the same format, to what you have right now. I definitely I'd like to do an episode on um, NASA selecting the starship as the lunar lander for the Artemis program. I think that'd be really cool. Um, I also think it'd be really cool to do a recap of the of both projects for the whole year. Actually, all three projects talk have have um, some people on from liquids, NASA and in spaceport and just kind of talk about where their projects went this past year and
0: where they want them to go next year. I think that'd be cool. That's really cool, Colin. I can't wait for you to, you know, create those episodes so I can tune in and listen, you know, as I go through my work day in the industry world and like saying, "Oh, Colin speaking. Oh, I know this guy. Let me listen. in. <laughs> and Aaron, what about you? What uh, what things would you like to add on to this glorious podcast?
1: Um, I'm not really sure besides what Todd says. I think uh, it's a really good idea to have a good recap of the year and maybe even to get one to build off that, do a two-parter and look towards what we're looking for for the future. My main goal for this upcoming year is going to be focusing on now recruitment and rebuilding the team. And I think the podcast could be a really good tool for that as long as we keep we keep up, Trevor's, what, what you've done with us. You keep up the interesting work. We keep it lighthearted. We keep it fun. And hopefully we can turn this into something that's going to make people go, Yeah, I want to do this. You know, right now,
0: as of today's date and looking at the podcast number, it's sad to say, I didn't know it was going to reach this point, but it has fallen short of 600 plays. It's at 596 plays. So after this one's created, it will cross over 600 plays. So I've done it over a year and a month and I got 600 plays on this podcast. What a milestone. A round of applause. Yes, we finally did it.
1: (laughs) So this is a note for all of you out there listening right now. Go back and listen to the old episodes to get them over 600 plays.
0: Well, it's only going to be four because like once this is released, like I guarantee you four people will listen to it and it will crack 600. I, I guess it's not my responsibility to post it anymore since I'm technically not an admin and doing this responsibility And I don't think I should have the right to post the last episode because I'm no longer in the position to do so. So I'm going to have to let Colin post this one so he can start, you know, his catchy hook on to, you know, click on the episode and play it. So I'm kind of curious what his, you know, thing is going to be. I I don't know what to call this episode. Like, I've been like contemplating, like, what would you, you know, call this episode? I was thought it was like, you know. The bridge between two eras or, like, bridge between the gaps. I, I don't know.
2: Yeah. We could call it between two ferns, like the <laughs> Zach Galifianakis thing.
0: <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> That's very true. I, I just don't know. It's like, when I sit back and listen to it, it's like you're bridging a new, like, an old era to a new era to let it go flight. That's why I was going with the bridge. The friendship bridge. <laughs> oh man yeah i i didn't really have that much plan for this episode i was just gonna you know just look back on this thing and didn't know it was gonna reach you know close to 600 plates i thought it was gonna be like you know it was casual and then it just exploded off one one day and it just never looked back i guess any any i guess i wouldn't say final remarks but like i guess any any memories that you we've shared together that you want to hit up and talk about
1: are we talking podcast related memories or just anything I why
0: in general? Anything, because I guess it's at my tail end, Any, anything that comes to mind. You know, what? I remember when we first came up with the idea for the podcast. Wasn't Were we in like Scott Lab? We e were either in... No, e 100 or E1, I forget.
2: Yeah, we, we were kind of talking about, man, wouldn't it be cool? It was, it was that gigantic meeting room, right? In the basement of Scott. Wasn't it, it was, I thought it was like either that or upstairs.
1: I think it was yeah. the one
2: in the basement. Okay. I think it was the one in the basement. Yeah. We're just sitting there chilling, thinking, hey, you know it'd be cool is if we added a podcast. And then a month later the pandemic happened. And we're like, oh, oh, look at that. This is actually a really, really good timing. <laughs> Not the pandemic, but the podcast.
0: Yep. And it was just like it just rolled from there. It's like, all right, how do I get this thing rolling? How do I capture recording? It was before I figured out like well, I could just take zoom recordings and just like convert the files. And it's a little bit of a hassle. Cause I know zoom will probably go away and you just need to find another platform to just record off of, but we'll probably be back in person. So you really don't need to do that. Unless you're trying to get interviews with like cool, important people. The beauty of sound recording. Uh-oh. You
1: know what? That gives me the idea. We're definitely going to do an alumni check-in podcast in the future. Yeah. <laughs> We'll have uh sometime during maybe either season three or next time one of these upcoming years we'll have the uh we'll have you and Joe and eventually by the end of the year Avi and all of them will graduate bring it back reach out we should reach out to Verdomsky, see if he's willing to come on for an episode that would be fun he's
2: he's willing one hundred percent I know that he's if, he's if you
0: ask him he'll he'll talk about his time at uh, what Firefly and we'll hear those stories i have a feeling y'all gonna probably snag me back on an episode after i return from like dubai oh absolutely i would be
2: like for all the listeners give a shout out and uh, congratulations to trevor he's going to dubai i don't
0: know it's like what's behind door number two (laughs) (laughs) Dubai. dubai but yeah that that research is going underway so it's really it's really fun right now so it's like Right now I'm just trying to find like NASA's like documents on like supply chain and like, what are some of their protocols? So, like when I'm doing the analysis, I have like a frame of reference. So it's like, Oh, if NASA, you know, approves through like a NASA process, then, you know, it's technically somewhat okay to use. So that's how I'm going to start trying to play my cards using NASA documents as well as like professional logistics documents to come up with a final verdict, but not really a final verdict, but like, a recommendation by the end of it. And then it just gets analysis of a little bit further by somebody else. But you know, we gotta see how this paper goes and how the presentation goes. I only got 10 minutes to present it. I gotta do like the abridged version of the paper, which I have no idea how big this paper is gonna be. It's just the analysis and like trying to have like a graphic pictures capturing. And I think I could see this document reaching to maybe 30 pages because of like after all the figures and stuff, because it depends how big the figures are. But well, I'm just spitballing at this point. I think what the biggest episode, like the most viewed episode was the very first episode with 44 plays. The trail behind that is becoming a great leader, which was episode six on the BSLi pre-fight checklist. This was season one, by the way. Season one is doing a lot better season two uh let's see what the top episode for season two was as out of the mall i want to say it's the very first episode for season so two
1: so what i'm hearing is that these episodes and these seasons no, are hold up, hold like up, hold a hold fine wine hold,
0: hold, hold up hold up hold up no no i'm actually wrong it's actually season three with the po- space poetry <laughs> Yes, me reading space poetry has more the most views in the second season.
2: <laughs> Trevor, come on now. It's a modern American classic.
0: <laughs> it really is. It's like you need some nice wine and cheese to go with that episode. That's how majestic the space poetry really is. If we
2: ever communi- If we ever communicate
0: with aliens, and we need a podcast episode to show them that one. It's like it has like nice jazz music, too, in that episode. Like, I really put effort in this eight minute
1: and 24 second episode. So what I'm hearing is, Colin, like you said, if we ever get contact with aliens and they're like, take us to your leader. Well, we're trying to contact Trevor because he's clearly the one we're going to want. We're introducing the aliens to him using that podcast episode.
2: Yes, 100 percent. That is that's exactly it.
0: The more you know, because I remember when I posted that episode, you were like saying, "Really? I'm really posting an episode about poetry." <laughs> hey, I listened to the whole episode. It was a good one. I liked it. It's short and sweet, so it's not that long. So it's like you can put it on repeat a few times if you like. You enjoy the poems, and it's relaxing. It really is. You know, I did the one with Joe. Tripped out memory lane, like literally, like what three days ago after it got published so it's like oh boy this one's probably going to be like published on the seventh if i you know sit down and listen to the audio recording just cleaning things up because it's it's a slow process of like just listening to it because like you're removing likes and ums and that's what i basically do like if the um is like by itself it's like i can easily remove it but if it's embedded into like the sound wave i just can't do a darn thing about it
2: you know what else would be a really good episode what so we uh we invite dr Horak back mm-hmm. and we talk about space policy he's the biggest nerd for your space policy global u.s whatever i have ever seen hey you and can he go knows, he it. knows it all too go for it more power to you i had him for the uh the class u.s space policy
0: oh you know, give it a shout out you know guy you know represent the batel center give it a shout out
2: yeah it's an interesting class you like space but you, uh, you don't exactly enjoy math. Well, that's good because this is just a, a, a writing and learning course. That's all you need to do is write and learn.
0: And what's the course number?
2: Actually, I have no idea.
0: Oh man, now <laughs> <laughs> like it's
2: yeah,
0: like, you like public affairs thirty six
2: twenty one or something.
0: What was that again?
2: Well, it's like public affairs uh, thirty six twenty one. All righty, if at you- Ohio State, highly recommend. You know- I can pull it up. Uh, you, yep, no 3620. 3620, my bad. Public affairs go. 3620.
0: There we go. Good course correction. <laughs> you, you see a mass <laughs> for the other course after the like it's like, what's the class? All right, it's this one. Nope. Correction. Like you see a mass like people withdraw from one class. What's <laughs> oh, cool?
2: He's, he even has uh, guest lecturers he had on um the uh the secretary general of the European Space Agency. Uh, which is very interesting to listen to because especially he's he's from Germany and so he kind of talked about the German space program and then combined with ESA you know that was really interesting and then he also had um, my next semester orbital mechanics professor Dr. Kumar uh, come to talk about orbital space debris highly recommend if you like space take this class
0: thank you for the recommendation for our glorious Rocketeers who listen to this podcast. You know, it's been pretty great in you know, the meantime. You know, watching this podcast grow and change. And I think what we really need for this podcast is like a mission patch. I think that's what it really needs. And I, you know, I think we have discussed about it in the past and like on a previous episode. I can't remember. But I think it's just yeah. like a satellite just broadcasting like sound waves back to the Earth. I think would just justify for
1: the first patch. I
0: think that would be a good idea. More BSLi merch. Using donations to buy merch. This is a
2: very subtle and passive-aggressive way to tell the guy who orders merch to get this merch.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's you, because you're you're the one responsible. I'm hinting and winking. It's going to be on the exam. (laughs)
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, looking at, like... The Spotify, like yes, most of our viewers have listened to it from Spotify. It's beautiful. And then there's like other. I don't know what other is. It's like thirty three percent is other. But like, like on Anchor it would tell you if it was like you know, Apple like podcasts and stuff like that. No one listens from Apple. It's all Spotify, Overcast, and um, Podcast Addict. And then there's thirty three percent other. <laughs> I wonder what the other is, unless it's like really small, like small percentage to add up to the 33.
1: The other is the aliens, Trevor, they're listening to us.
0: But the funny thing about, I think, Anchor, I can like go to like geographic locations and they have taken the ability to add Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune and Pluto. So Anchor considers Pluto a location, (laughs) but not the moon. Well, if you've seen
2: the uh, Rick and Morty episode, uh, aliens Pluto is indeed a planet. <laughs> You're welcome.
0: But as you can see, oh, oh, yeah, I can, I can finally update. You know, <gasps> wow, the overtake has really happened. Like when we met with um, Dr. Gregory, Ohio is was took first place. Washington's now back up in first place in the span of less than a week. A week. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's neck and neck. It's like. for Washington, 36% for Ohio. And then you have a couple newcomers. I think when we were on, like with the meeting, we had Kentucky, Georgia, and Connecticut, but we have now added New York, Maryland, and District of Columbia to the less 1% category. Yay, we're, we're almost there. All 50 states is the true goal.
1: So what I'm hearing is when I go home in a couple weeks, when I go out of the house or overnight or something, I'm just gonna set the po- all the podcasts and just autoplay and just boost New York's numbers.
0: <laughs> I think I have, I think we have like 13 locations, but it depends how you want, you know, determine District of Columbia.
2: When we get the stickers in, Aaron, you're just gonna walk around with New York. You got like 30 stickers, and you put them on everything, street lights, put it on doors, put it in bathrooms everywhere
0: you mean like a qr code so it's like what's this qr code it leads them to the podcast how yes. to get free plays <laughs> uh,
1: i am willing to deface public property for this podcast
0: oh wow well you're
1: a I... new
2: yorker all of you are
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey we're from western we keep the crazies in the city There's a
0: good... <laughs> but yeah you know it's, it's been a journey you know, with you two, I, I watch y'all grow, and now you're leaders of BSLI, so a tearjerker moment, you know. it's It's been unreal sanding. watching y'all grow, but yeah.
1: Sanding but, won't be the same without you, Trevor.
0: It really isn't. I, I still have to make the sanding video. Yes. it's like I still have, like, a few to-do list items left, so it's like I have to write my bio and put that. I don't know when the box transfer, transfer is happening, so I haven't I've stopped like putting podcast stuff up there until that's um, been transferred over.
2: It's current. Um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't worry about it. If you put stuff in media, I don't think we've moved
0: anything from media yet. It's, I'm it's in, I'm almost done with past projects. It's in business ops where the podcast lives.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. No, that's, I think that's getting moved by the new business ops director. So I wouldn't gotcha. worry about that. Okay. You, I know he hasn't started on it yet.
0: Okay. Um, I was just worried because I didn't want to start like adding new episodes in, and then it starts moving, and episodes get lost because of it. Yeah. So I was slowing my roll. But since I know that I can put like the other stuff up there, it's more of like the raw version of it with all the ums and all the annoying stuff, and then you have the clean version that you listen to, you know, Spotify on.
1: Or Trevor, you're talking about episodes getting lost. Oh, do you still? Uh, want to do the potential of the Secret Lost episode? Well,
2: That we talked about at
1: Cozuelos.
0: Oh. Secret
1: Lost episode? Secret Lost episode? Oh,
0: man. I'm lost in it already. (laughs) What Secret Lost episode? Wink.
1: (laughs) That's not secret because it's now been made public, but they don't know what
0: we're talking about. (laughs) But I thought, you know, we we do have lost missions that we, you know, I haven't finished that series because... I did the hat project, and then we were gonna to try to do the the last 10k. Oh yeah. yeah, but you know we can easily get the people together for the last 10k. Like you know, it's my Monday at this point.
1: I randomly called Anthony about a month ago. We found a bag. Uh, Ryan and I were looking for more uh, quarter-inch screws for us to put the bulkheads in in the NASA rocket. And we couldn't find them until I did some digging and found a bag from the old 10K that Anthony had written his phone number on. So we decided, why the hell not? And we called him and he was very confused. He <laughs> thought he had left something like actually important there. We're like, no, nah, it's just a bag of screws. We just wanted to say hi.
0: But like the question is, like, I'm guessing he has your, your number saved on his phone. So he's like saying, why is Aaron calling?
1: I, honestly, I doubt it because he had no idea who the hell we were. Wow, okay.
0: <laughs> but then I, again, I could line. see myself doing that by mistake. Like, one of you guys called me, and I just don't update my phone with it.
2: You know, the closets are filled with some uh, some treasures. It's like a gold mine in there.
0: It really is.
2: When, when we were working on the uh, NASA project, which didn't launch this year, unfortunately, to your role, um, Chandler and I were working on the uh, avionics bay, and... It wasn't working for some reason like like there was wasn't continuity and and we were looking through it and we found that the um the uh the easy mini was busted like a diode had just split in half and fallen off and so wasn't getting a circuit at all and and we're like freaking out like what do we do what do we do what do we order and then todd showed up because chandler called him is like please tell me you have like a backup easy mini or something and and todd's like i got you guys he disappeared for a while, and he comes back out from the closet. And he just has this pile of junk in his hands, like stuff that no one's looked at in years. And he sets it on the table, and he starts splitting it apart. We're like, "What are you this. doing?" He's like, "He's like, there's uh, there's some circuit boards that work in here, and you're just gonna use them." <laughs> we were like, "Okay." And we we found that. one that hadn't been used in like four years, and it worked perfectly. We're like, "Oh my, oh my goodness! This closet's filled with treasure." <laughs>
0: The BSli archives, it's like you find something new every day in there. Yeah, well especially
2: if it's been in there four or more years, no one remembers it got put in there.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So it is is—it is a, a secret. It's a treasure.
0: Well, we did do some spring cleaning, so there's just body tubes just sitting on top of the CDME table. <laughs> we need to address okay, that at some point. It, uh,
1: I need to go through and collect some of those things. I had Joe save them for me. Gotcha. I, I, need, I had to make sure that, that uh, the fire hydrant body tube w- wasn't getting thrown out because that there's too much history in that body tube.
0: No, this is just like we were keeping some stuff for testing just in case. So it's like if you want to do an ejection test and not destroy the rocket, you got one that's like somewhat pre-assembled so you can just test them out of black powder charges to figure that out before you put it on the real thing. So we kept like two spaceport nose cones for that purpose. And then like uh, a couple body tubes, more like two, and then some fiberglass stuff for NASA. So it's enough, but you know, The, the computer room is just filled with cert rockets. Yeah. I think this, the cert rockets, we need, we need to figure out to do something better with them. Cause like people start on them and then they don't get finished. And then you have, like, a partially made rocket that could actually be flown.
2: Speaking of another episode idea, we need to have Casey on the podcast talk about the CERT rocket program.
0: You are right about that.
1: We should do that one over the summer so we can use it as an outreach to get people to go, to like, spread the news for pe- new coming students about the CERT program.
0: I guess my question is, are you guys taking the summer off? Are you guys making episodes in the summer?
1: Maybe there might be a couple here and there if we want to do it, or even... I, even then, we could do that one in early August because we won't be starting right when mm-hmm. the school year starts again. Because the cert program won't start right away.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I think I think maybe in the summer we'll put out instead of an episode a week, like an episode a month. Mm-hmm. Maybe
0: would it be season three or still part of season two? Call it season two and a half. Two and a half. Okay. Like I was trying to figure that out too. It's like saying when does like a season start? And when does the season end?
2: I guess probably at the start and end of semesters is really good. Kind of a good benchmark.
0: Yeah, I felt that. But then again, like I look at season one of the very first year, I went from the end of the spring semester through the fall semester and called that season one. And then once I hit like the new year, I made season two, but didn't know where to end season two at. But it's like people are graduating in the spring semester. If they're like the main host, then you're swapping hosts. And it's like the season technically ends and you have the new host. That's a good point. So it's like it's really weird where it like fits in the time schedule of where it's like a person normally would get like if they are a host like at least two seasons in, give or take. So they'll have like 20 some episodes by the end of it. And obviously they're not going to be posting every day because you have like exams and midterms coming up, like not every day, like every week. So it's like they may get like two to three episodes out in a month because you throw midterms in there. Unless you have a big, you know, all hands on deck type of crew where you like you can create an episode like every week. I guess since I have you both here, it's like, you know. What were you some of your BSli favorite memories from like this past administration as you you know your time through BSli with the current seniors that are graduating?
1: Over the past year?
0: Not not the past year, but like all your times interacting with the seniors who are graduating.
1: I know, uh, probably one of my my first and one of my favorite interactions I've ever had with Joe, for example, was. Uh, after we uh, had the errors that went wrong with last year's NASA rocket mm-hmm. and we started drifting when we finally got the cords back and we all left the launch site to go try to find that. Or no, this was, correction, this was actually the, the last 10K year when we finally got GPS lock on that rocket. Mm-hmm. We were Joe was a speedy boy going down the road trying to find that thing, and that's all I'm willing to say. But it was just that was a fun time with everybody just trying to find that rocket and figure out what went wrong with it.
0: Yep, and, I remember that because I hopped in the back of Nate's car. <laughs> we just yeah, rode.
1: <laughs> we were, we were speed because we want we had to figure out whether or not the organization was going to last past that launch because we didn't know if we hit a house or what. Luckily, we didn't, but I don't know. Also, just the sanding and the, 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 the ease of being able to look at a schedule and go, we're a little cramped for time and we're a little stressed for hands. And all I had to do was reach out to Slack and go, hey, Trevor, you want to come sand? And Trevor's like, yep, I'll be there.
0: All right, I'll be in the next, there, in the next few minutes. I'll be there. And you just go. What a time was- to sand. Trevor Williams, the Pope of sanding. You know, a little bit of sand dust, dust.
1: A little bit of danger dust didn't hurt anybody.
0: That is very true.
2: <laughs> you know, I didn't have that many interactions with Joe. But you know, it was definitely the funniest. What? I was at the CDME for, I think, a structure's build day or something. And, and Joe came. And this is like mid-pandemic, right? And this is probably, probably like March. And, and Joe walks in, he goes, Colin. Yeah. Well, you're taller than I thought you'd be. I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Thank you. I like, I don't know if I give the impression of being short.
1: (laughs) Oh man. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. And then uh, expectations.
0: That's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, it is. But I remember I
2: remember being a sophomore, and, like, the first time, like, I actually met you, Trevor, mm-hmm. was we were doing a build day, mm-hmm. and, and I, I had no idea who you were whatsoever. You just, like, talked to me, like, I'd been there the whole time, just literally my first time at BSLI, and I was like, oh, okay, this guy's really nice.
0: <laughs> me, just throws you, like, you got this, buddy. Don't worry about it. My way of teaching You want to learn how to sand you're sanding by hand (laughs) yeah and then like halfway through, you know we have a tool that can help you do this and then i let people use it the
1: only way a first time sander is allowed to use the power sander is if they get stationed on the coupler because that's just cruel to make them do that by hand yep also it just takes forever even with the power sander so
0: it's I felt, like a power I felt really bad
2: when I told Olivia and Maddie it didn't take that long to power sand the coupler because it's a power sander and they spent an entire meeting on it. And they were like, not that long. <laughs> I was like, well, I once spent multiple meetings doing it, so yeah. it wasn't that bad.
1: <laughs> it's all about perspective.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All perspective. Three hours can be not that long if you've spent six hours doing it before. Yep.
1: There's nothing like staying out at the CDME till 2 or 3 a.m. to sand your nose cone, man. Nothing.
0: Oh, yeah. Boy, that was a dream.
2: More like a nightmare.
0: I, I remember days with recovery. Like, I think before... I forget what launch it was. Maybe it was the last 10K. I was, like, just chilling at the CDME, like, until, like, I don't even know. It was so late. I was like, I never pulled an all-nighter at BLC. I never have. I've been impressive. You know, and other other people have done that. But me, nah, no all-nighters here. We finish our, our duties. <laughs> well, I guess, yes, I could say I've crossed over to like midnight and all that stuff. But like nothing to like 4 a.m., 5 a.m. type of stuff. Even for launch week I haven't had to do that. I've
2: stayed pretty late
0: during launch week.
2: Not not the one this year, but the one last year. I was there pretty late. I was there till probably midnight, one in the morning. It's, it's the Ryan and Aaron doing stuff.
0: It's the integration yeah. that makes it because like structures can be done and like you're just sitting around just you know, if they need help with something you gotta do it, but it's just you literally sitting around.
1: Yeah, that's definitely true i've done a lot of that waiting for because a lot of it's just helping to get stuff in because we know Mm -hmm. where it's supposed to go but because you're just sitting around waiting it's like you know where the av bay is supposed to go but i can't drill the holes for those until it's in you know it's in and we can trace it out so i just gotta wait for them or can't do the same thing with payload i can't put it in until i know where they need to put it so it definitely is. It's some late nights, and for structures, you just kind of sit there and wait.
0: But you got especially the with ejection going. testing. You got playlists going though, so it's like it's not that bad. But it's just it's a long night.
1: Yeah, but especially with ejection testing, you're right, Colin.
2: I I had remembered the the NASA rocket the first year with with Harry. Um, we couldn't we couldn't get it to eject right we must have ejected ejection tested that thing like four or five times in one night that was awful it was freezing cold had oh, and to keep, that was
1: just one separation point it wasn't both
2: yeah I just had to keep carrying it back out back in back out back in back out all right let's pack new charges put them in carry it back out didn't work again take it inside stare at it for a half hour try to see what went wrong repack it <laughs>
0: fire in the hole. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. All right, again.
2: <laughs> One ejection test is fun. Two is annoying. Three is not great. Four is awful. Five is when can I go home?
1: But then there's those rare times where you fire it once. And the first thing you learn is you use way too much powder. And the second thing you learn is okay, how fast can we get a body tube remade? <laughs> It was really easy. Uh, a couple weeks back, Ryan sent me a Slack message when he was working on the payload uh, and vehicle modification report for NASA for the Divine Division this year. And he said, if you needed to, how fast could you make a body tube? And I told him, three days. We only need three days to make a body tube because you need one to let it cure. to do lay up, let it cure. Mm-hmm. That's the second one to coat it and let it cure. And the third one to sand it. Yep. And I was like, so you need three days to be able to do it. Yep, and it's... we did it. We go, rebuilt the body tube, fired off again, and we went for it.
0: And like that, it was history.
1: I'm just sad I forgot a pillow this year when we went to go uh, ejection test the rocket because I said I was going to take one and duct tape it to that fire hydrant just in case.
0: You are going to duct tape a pillow to a fire hydrant.
1: To protect our body tubes, Trevor. I
0: understand. Probably a good call. But it's a, it's like a missile at that point. It's gonna <laughs> pierce we, through the pillow.
1: This year we added we aimed it at the uh, we aimed it at the bush instead of aiming it at the fire hydrant. We thought this one through.
0: You are breaking environmental code now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All's fair in love and war.
0: That is very true.
1: All's fair in just trying to get this thing to launch
0: all fares with duct tape and wd-40
1: <laughs> we'll see universe together
0: the flow chart i think that's what we need in the book of structures the flow chart of
1: that <laughs> honestly i will because i am finished i'm finally finishing that that's my one big goal for the summer is have the book of structures instead of writing just a manual for structures mm-hmm. i think having essentially it's going to be a manual but just a book of all the layups, a general timeline of when you're going to do it, how many days you're going to need to do it, how many hands you need, and as well as the big key of that whole the whole book of structures, the cover art, JFK writing a robot unicorn on the moon.
0: Yes, it's the best best article I've seen today. Not article, best picture I've seen today. It's I don't know how to describe from it. That you, Trevor. It's majestic.
1: It, is, it has been my laptop lock screen ever since.
0: I know. I'm so proud. <laughs> Okay, I, think, I think I still have that picture on my phone I'm, I'm not too sure because I have a lot of pictures on my phone now of just like memes a lot of them are memes
1: <laughs> a meme generation
0: oh for sure you know like the book of structures the holy book of structures <laughs> is the one and only book that you need to know on this team If you don't know the book of structures, ask Aaron all about it and all its, you know, acronyms and stories behind the rules and regulations behind the book of structures.
1: There will be, when we get to the Sandy section, Trevor, I need to ask you this. Do I have permission to put, take that, do you remember that picture of you with the end of the body tube on your head?
0: Oh, that's my, that's my current WhatsApp picture, right?
1: Yeah. Do I have your permission to put you put that in for the sanding structure and label you as the Pope of Sanding? Yes. Okay. Perfect.
0: You, you have my permission to use my glorious in the, hol- in the holy book. In the holy um, book,
1: <laughs> in the holy book of structures. References to. There'll definitely be an an appendix in the bot in the back with just fun stories, fun like story. having to dig your coupler out from two feet underground. Six
0: feet down. Put it in the. Ground. <laughs> To don't drop the box of death.
1: <laughs> don't drop the box of death. To firing your, uh, your body tube into a fire hydrant.
0: Sanding to sanding music.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sandy to fire in the flames, yes.
0: What are the other... Oh, yes. Um, soft served ice cream to brutal awesome. paste to...
1: Breaking a clamp trying to get the body tubes off.
0: Um another one would be breaking the clamp. <sighs>
1: <No>. Harry was <sighs> so disappointed. Making your
0: own vice out of other vice and materials.
1: Yeah. I had to do that one freshman year. <laughs> and by the time I had had that thing built, uh Nick was done using the other one. And at that point I was like, no, I, I already I spent the last 20 minutes building this. I'm not I'm I'm gonna use it. <laughs>
2: Oh, remember this year when we spent like a half hour trying to get the body tube off of the mandrel, only for us to realize that we just needed to tap it a little bit with the hammer to get it through. But then it yeah. slid right off. Like, and in we our pulled hands. it right
1: off. Yeah. It was, <laughs> whatever it was, it was slightly too thin to go through that shoulder. Yeah. Oh, from <laughs> the medieval contraption. Yeah. So we, we kept trying to push it through, Trevor. And uh-huh. it was the body tube and the mandrel were both going through it. And at one point, we were like, well, what are we doing wrong? So I think I sent Colin in to go look for something in the storage room. And then eventually, I just decided to try pulling on it. Like, I think it was the coupler. It wasn't the, uh, the body tube. Mm-hmm. Because I just took it out. And I decided, you know what? What happens if I just pick it up and slam it on the table? And I heard the wax break. And then I was able to literally just shake the mandrel out of it. And I was like, Colin, I got it. (laughs) Meanwhile, he's been searching for like five minutes trying to find some obscure part to get this thing to work. And all we had to do was use a little bit of percussive maintenance. Yep.
0: I think it's like, if you want to learn how to become a medieval engineer, join structures. (laughs) It's very barbaric.
1: Every year we say we're going to find a new way to replace that death trap. Um,
0: I'm just gonna call it the rig at this point You call it the headache, I'm just calling it the rig
1: Yeah,
2: but uh, The rig makes it sound like a, a 50s, 52 year old trucker
0: <laughs> Did you like my Nash nice rig?
1: <laughs> also remember, we destroyed Two hydraulic jacks in the process of that thing
0: Yes Oh yeah, and, and we bent a rod of another Jack
2: yeah. yeah, I remember I don't even remember what we were trying to do It wasn't even to get a body tube off a mandrel I think it was a coupler
1: it was, the, it was the coupler, because uh, for the last year of 10K, yep. we had to buy the coupler because we couldn't get it off the mandrel. That's the same uh, reason we broke the clamp, because we finally got it off. It took <laughs> us a whole... I think it took us a meeting and a half to get that coupler off. And that was back pre-COVID when we had, you know, it, almost infinite manpower. Mm-hmm.
0: We made Chandler stand on the rod at one point. Like, yeah. It was, it's, it's, it's not a pretty contraption. And looking at it now, it's very in a, a, a sad state, I would say. Yeah. It's seen better a,
1: days. There's a reason why, when it's referenced in the NASA reports, the pictures of it being sent are the pictures of it when it's set up, but nobody's allowed to be in the picture because I don't want NASA questioning it. <laughs> because let's be honest we've done some real dumb with that thing
0: <laughs> yeah oh going back to the car jacks you remember the time we lost like the crank for it so we ended up co- um you know i guess f- using a copper pipe and yeah. chiseling it out to make it for the key to like bring the jack back down again
1: yeah that was an interesting time we did like I I guess structures
0: is more, can you think on your feet? And if you can, you have to jump. The rules of being a structures lead. Yeah, Aaron, what what would you tell, you know, I believe Maddie is the next structures lead. So, you know, I wouldn't say final tips. Like, you know, tips to be successful as a structures sub-team lead.
1: Murphy's Law is your best friend and worst enemy all at the same time. Great, (laughs) great way to put it uh anything that can go wrong will go wrong just be prepared for it biggest piece of advice don't even bother with the nose cone just buy it this year nasa doesn't care and it's not worth spending a whole day building a nose cone for nasa to go okay whatever bye
2: remember when we built the fins three times specifically laying it up twice in one day yes
1: yeah
0: (sighs) because we used the wrong epoxy
1: no, we mm-hmm. used the right epoxy. We used the wrong ratios, and then the new laughed at me. No, because one.
0: one was heat and the other one didn't need the oven, and we used the one that needed the oven, and then me- messed up the ratios.
1: And it was all it was yeah. all over. It, it was a mess. Then we have the the ball of fiberglass that's dried now. That was yes. nose cone Mark One. I don't know. Do we still have that? I don't know if we got rid of that. We definitely oh. still have it. I was like, that's history. We can't get rid of that. It's,
0: it's... Colin, were you up at the CDM when we were cleaning?
2: Uh, no, I had a final that day.
0: Gotcha. Like, I wasn't in the room because I was cleaning out the dessert the room and the liquid room. So I don't know what happened to it.
1: I can hope it's still there. It was a piece of art.
0: It really was. I know Bird probably is, is still alive, so Bird's probably not going to get thrown away. It has to be bird.
1: Bird's our mascot
0: That's very true Long live Bird Remember pre-pandemic When we
2: were talking about taking Bird Different places on campus And just taking pictures of him there
0: Yeah,
1: yeah Guess where can... Bird is today
0: Garage No. <laughs> we're
1: going to do it now We're going to do that this year Colin.
0: I can't wait to see the Instagram oh, stories where, where Bird has traveled to It would be perfect on the lake
1: <laughs> Will he float? Who knows
0: I, want it, I, I would say test it. I would say it would float.
2: If we can get close enough to Mirror Lake, that'd be awesome. No, nah, we're just going
0: to you know, test it in a bucket.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, test it in a bucket, but once we can confirm it, then we then we let him go swimming in Mirror Lake with the ducks. <laughs> and if they get upset with us, they get upset with us. It
0: would be like day 15. They realize I'm not one of them. <laughs> we have a problem with our hands.
2: It wouldn't be that hard to get it into Mirror Lake. The hard part would be getting it out. No, oh, yeah,
1: one he... of us will just go swimming with him.
0: No, this is where you you hook it on a fishing rod. <laughs> but there's a side. This is like no fishing. I think. But there's no, no, no fish, no. so I like. I'm surprised people would try it.
1: We'll just put a. Ro- we'll just tie him to a rope. We'll have a little lead, mm-hmm. so we can just pull him back in. If they say no fishing, we can say we're not fishing. We're birding. <laughs> No, the the best would be. Oh, guys, you don't
2: understand. It's a bird.
0: Get it? It's a bird. (laughs) The best would be, you know, its final like days on the team is like the Viking funeral. So you put it out like on a burning ship with all its stuff.
1: (laughs) A fire. Lake and just let it
0: go. It would be too priceless. No, we're getting close. I want to say close to the forty-five minute mark. So I think we could bring this episode to. A wonderful close. I guess any fun. I wouldn't say final thoughts. Second, any any final memories that would you like to share with our glorious rocketeers before this podcast becomes yours?
2: I guess I think you- oh, just just a thank you to you, Trevor, for making
0: it. It's, it's going through all the hard honor. work,
2: setting it up, getting it going. Almost six hundred listens. Hopefully, six hundred after this one
0: yeah it's been an honor it's been a pleasure serving these wonderful rocketeers and our listeners to my random shenanigans amese you know a couple solo i shouldn't say a couple solo episodes a, a good a lot of solo a good amount of solo episodes to you know members of the team just chatting for about an hour so it's like you're listening to a conversation what would normally be like in like the cdme space when we are building rockets and stuff like that so i was trying to i guess you know say mimic it a little bit but not really but, you know, we did what we had to do.
1: Maybe during a Structures Build Day next year, we can do a, a live podcast episode.
0: That is interesting, but it's just, like, <laughs> it's going to be hard to capture, like, the audio for it. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't think
2: anyone will appreciate doing hard work, and then there's three people sitting at a table with, like, <laughs> talking about what they're doing.
1: No, I, I don't even mean that. I just mean we, put, we find a way to get, like, a microphone in there, or, like, put a laptop or something to record. Right at the end of the table. And then we just record them just doing their layups.
0: It would just be music. <laughs> That's what you would
2: hear. It would be music, talking about classes, or probably
1: talking about sports. Would that a lot. Probably.
0: And, and then, then you hear these
1: really weird comments about you, you just kind of massage it it's like a good massage
0: <laughs> it's therapeutic
1: that's how you get the uh
2: so someone says "Ah, oh, why does it smell weird and you say oh well trust me it's gonna be your favorite smell pretty soon don't worry about
0: <laughs> it it's part of the aroma all right any any final thoughts as we bring this episode to a wonderful close on my final episode of this glorious pre-fight checklist crickets i guess no more comments all righty i guess we bring this episode to a close then well i want to thank aaron and con for coming on you know celebrate my final episode on the BSI pre-fight checklist it's been a journey you know we got 15 episodes in season one because we have like 7.5 and 10 episodes for my season two that I've been doing. So I did a total of 25 episodes plus a trailer. So, you know, if you want to count the trailer as an episode, short, sure, then I did 26. But it's been, you know, amazing. Two seasons as a host. Obviously, there will be in the future where someone does, you know, a total of six seasons because they'll probably, you know, get it their sophomore year and run through it. Or they may get it their freshman year and just work alongside with the host and be a co-host and get a total of eight seasons. But I think the max you could probably do is, I don't want to think like at least like 12 seasons because you could be a fifth year and go all the way through. So, you know, it'd be interesting to see what ends up happening to the BS, BS Live pre flight checklist, but that will bring us to a fantastic close. You know, I got to thank all of our faculty and staff here, just doing everything that they were able to do with us this year, getting us to the end, being able to launch a rocket, Props to you. Thank you so much that you do. Got to thank Dr. Horak and Todd Knight for all that they've done for us this year and helping us getting our rockets launched as well. Also, I got to thank our sponsors who supported us this year. Y'all have been amazing, enjoying the podcast as we talk space-related news, talking about stuff in industry, from space fitness to space poetry. We, we covered it all in this you know glorious podcast. I got to think the, like listeners who just find this podcast as they're just scrolling through the internet and they see, it's like, Oh, let's, you know, give this a listen. This, you know, really helps the organization get out there and get people more, you know, well-known about BSLI. So, you know, really, we thank you so much for, you know, your listens, you know, talking about the organization to your friends and family, colleagues at work. It really helps the organization go a long way. And last but not least, I got to thank the Rocketeers, the Legendary people of this organization at BSLI, the reason why I got up in the morning to you, fantastic shenanigans I do at the CDME, to all my fun acronyms and references and phrases that I've said over my four years here at the organization, I want to thank you all that you've given me. Obviously, if you saw my Slack messages, my final words of my vice presidency, you know, go take a look at that you know, take it how you want to take it, how, you know, improve your life or your next steps in your career or college career. You know, I want to thank you all. And, you know, this will be my final sign off. Take care and go Bucks.